the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome back. Well, actually, welcome to SDORC Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment's brought to you by Alpha Site Logistics, serving the Imperial Valley for over 20 years. They offer portable toilets, hand wash stations, hand wash trailers, and shade trailers. And if you're going out to the desert and you need any type of support, they are the ones to call 760 352 8383. They work very close to the BLM and the Rangers, and you'll never have a problem if you deal with Alpha Site Logistics. 760-352-8383. Audrey uh, Mason at Stovitz in the house. Audrey's broke. Ed's doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, usually it's the opposite. I know. Yeah, usually just the opposite. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so we're going to sit here and talk a little bit about the – Ooh, excuse me off-road industry uh we've got uh what events going on today the off-road expo That's up it. at the pomona fairplex right. is going on today there's over 150 different manufacturers there showing off to um displaying new items and it's gonna um, be there specialty six, items so you can jump in the car Falcon tire just did a release yesterday they Say debuted what? a new tire and new tread line at falcon tire oh, yesterday falcon. OMG, I'm in love. I need new tires. Wayne, I'm sorry. <laughs> Toyo tires out um, and and Nito tires out. And let me tell you, I'm sorry, BFG. I think Falcon is my new go-to. Go-to tire. OMG. I love the new one that they just debuted yesterday. Hopefully they have a grant program because that's what I love about BFG. Yeah. They've given us a couple uh, Falcon's bucks. Falcon's big enough. I think they will have a grant program. They, they can maybe handle helping well, us with a cleanup. Well, plus, too, they wanna get, if they want to get into the off-road market, they will have a grant program. Yeah. So, so Audrey, me. what did you like about that tire? The the tread layout, how it is, how the tread comes down the side of it. So when you air down, you'll have better sand, better mud, um, the dimensions of it. Yeah. So uh, the sidewall has a little bit of tread. The sidewall has tread. Quite um, a bit and of then, tread, actually. Yeah, it's quite a bit of tread. And yeah, then. More so than the competition, I think. Yeah, they also have it so that it can be um, a tow vehicle as well as tow tire. It's, a, it's an all around tire for for them. So they have uh, the capacity on the inner part of it. It makes it so that you get better tow mileage on a tow vehicle if you need. Wow. So I'm, and that's F A L K E N, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, F A L K E N. Go to the tire. website, take a peek. Hey, speaking of air downs, did you guys 
get a chance to play with that HP? You gave it to me on Sunday. I went straight to the car show, and I have oh, been down be- about, since the car I show. Your husband I, drag that thing. He won't do it without me because I begged him not to. He's so oh. excited he wants to. Um, so I told him tomorrow he can take it and get air in the air tank. Um, yeah, we'll it. take it to the hydro store, get air in the air tank, and then um, uh, Well, this you week, have to I'm learn gonna... to play with it. Or if you know what? Yeah, for or, October you know 29th. If you want, let him learn everything there is to know about it. Don't take it off road, but just no, 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 no. Yeah, We're but, gonna just do it in gonna the driveway. Be a, it's gonna be ready. a, it's gonna be a giveaway. It's a raffle prize for right. the Lost Lizard. It's HPA Systems. Right. It's an air tank auto inflator and deflator, which you can just set it to, um, you know, seventeen pounds. It'll auto inflate yep. down me down to seventeen pounds or twelve pounds, depending yep. on where I am and what I'm doing. And then it'll auto inflate back up with the air tank up to thirty five pounds. HPA Systems. It's super cool. And I didn't know it was gonna come with that airbag jacking system oh that's so awesome where so that that's has a controls separate... yeah yeah but it hooks up to your air tank and you just up or down okay so i saw one of those out in the sand dunes last year yeah. and i had a guy that had um his he had a full-size truck um his tow rig that you know was also built to the tilt um hence those vulcan tires um to go out to the sand dunes they were out at olds well he went up on a soft hill to and kind of dug himself down in and actually took it down to the axles and got stuck well they put one of those airbags they dug out just a little bit and they put one of those airbag jacks underneath it i don't know if it was the same system or not but that's where i first saw the airbag jack it instantaneously took that truck up out of the sand um and then he was able to get himself out of it It and i thought how freaking cool is that so that's going to be a two-piece giveaway because You'll need an air supply for the jack. Yeah. So we, I just figured since HPS made the whole package, you know, you should just auction it off or rally it off as a package. As a package, yeah, yeah. yeah. HPA systems. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. I need to give you uh, the guy's name, that, so you could actually call him and talk with him and explain. You sent to me him. the email. Okay, well, if you yeah. get a chance, just give him a ring and just say, you know, Dave gave me the system and we absolutely love it. Yes. And we're going to try not to use it because we're going to make it a, 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 raffle, a raffle prize. prize. But I'm going to show it on air. But I do want to talk to you about it and give me some ins and outs and some yes. bullet points. and. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but And that's at the Lost Lizard Fun Run, by the way, folks. Just, It'll be Saturday, November 5th out yeah. at Superstition for yeah. our raffle. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah, that'll um, be good. you got to get your shoulder the, fixed up by then. Well, Senator Jones hopefully will be coming out with us. He just did oh, some upgrades really? to his uh, Jeep. And so I invited him out to, um, one, the Smuggler's Gulch cleanup, if he wants, on October 15th, uh-huh. two, the Lost Lizard, and three, December 3rd, Alcatia Wells. I said, depending on, I know that you're probably going to be busy up until, um, the elections, and so oh, I don't yeah, know yeah, if he yeah, can yeah. make electioneering. Yeah, because yeah. the election is the weekend before the law. Um, so he'll so, be out celebrating, or he'll be bummed. Yeah, so or the last lizard is the weekend before because so, that Tuesday after would be election day. So I don't think he'll be able to Tuesday come to last. Before is it? Is yeah. it the Tuesday before? I thought. Well, I don't know. I have to look at a calendar. Election day, there's not a whole lot he's going to be able to do about like anything the, anyway. No, no. Election no. uh, day, I think, is the first. I'm having really bad pain right now. Cramping in pain. I'm sorry if it sounds weird on air. Throw up. Um, I know I might. But Senator Jones, um, we wanted to talk about SB 894. SB Senate uh, Senate Bill 894 was Senator Jones's bill um, uh, out of San Diego. We it's for the competition red sticker bill. uh, Passed out of um, legislation. 
actually made it through everything, and it's up in the governor's office for the governor to sign. And and we got a sad notification. Sad. So Ed, Ed, take it. Okay, so this is the the bill that is going to deal with what were formerly red sticker motorcycles. Uh, the air resources people will no longer allow them to be registered and used on public land in California. So this bill will allow those vehicles to get pink slips. And it went through the entire legislature, went to the governor's desk. And by the way, at the very last second, it, it had an amendment that pushed the, um, the, the date which it becomes active from 2023 to 2027. They pushed it back five years. Really? That was the DMV asked for that, saying that it would take them that long. Oh, because they, they're, they're so unorganized they couldn't Yeah, because it. they can't. I mean, it makes me crazy. They can't handle it. They, they, they not only said it's going to take five years, they said it's going to take $10 million. And, and uh, Isn't it just another vehicle? This is, this is something that, that two sharp people could spend about two weeks working on and solve, yes. completely solve the problem. Well, what, they, what they drives could, me up the wall is, so you're saying you have to completely redesign a system. Why do you have to completely redesign a system? So well, what, no, the, the red stickers weren't a part of the system automatic or, or already, or so why do they have to, com- yeah, weren't exactly. They there before? Why do they have to completely redesign a system and cost $10 million for the it's, DMV to it's, redesign it's the system and add the red because sticker? Because they don't want to do it's it. It's an excuse. The it's DMV's exactly. It's, they don't want to do it. So, so the bill, um, it went to the governor and it sat on his desk for quite a while. Okay. So let's. Go to break and save the people. Let them sit on the edge of their chairs for a couple of minutes, and we'll come back. Okay, because of it. we'll talk about it. Because there's, I got some stuff here. Yeah, well, if it's not good, and we'll news. see if Brian Henry um, interrupts this. Well, yeah, yeah. we've got right. Brian Henry with the American the Sand line? Association calling in. Oh, he so. is on the line. Okay, so go ahead. Okay, and, so yeah. we'll um, we'll cover this after Brian's done. He's right. going to be here for a second. All right, well, let's take a quick break. And who's about. calling in? Brian Henry, he's the president of the American Sand Association. All right. One of our partners. One of our partners. Let's do that right here on SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to STORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Wayne Miller Tire. Boy, I tell you, if you got any kind of tire issues, Wayne Miller is the man. Everything from a little trailer tire all the way up to a semi. And guess what? He's picked up alignments, brake jobs, socks, suspension, tranny services, radiator services, oil changes, and a whole lot more. So if you're in need of a good, honest repair shop that supports the desert, an off-road community, 619-596-2800. All right, who we got on the line? Uh, Brian Henry. Hey, Brian, how you doing, buddy? Good, how you guys doing? Uh, living the dream. How about you? Uh, I actually got a chance to get out and get some riding in this morning just south of my house. So, uh, okay, where uh, is your house? for a change. Well, it's about you. Is the weather good? Yeah, I live- Weather is amazing. I live in uh, Boulder City, Nevada. Ah. So I have miles and miles and miles of power line roads just to the south of me. So, hey Brian, do you go to? Uh, is it called Nelson Hills where you're going? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's back to where I was. I've ridden all over that place. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing up there. So, have you climbed down that into that mine? That that mine you Thank you him. climb down a little bit, and then there's three different tubes that go out. Yep. I, I want to buy that and turn it into a hotel. 
it is a cool little town. I was out more in the outskirts of it, but uh, that sounds yeah, like a great place to head out. That sounds like Radiator Springs from the movie Cars. If you're going to go live in a hole in the side of a mountain, yeah, you it's can even see the, smaller than that. You can see the Colorado River from places over there. Cool. By the way, yes. all right. So you're calling in for. American Sand Association. Uh, Audrey hit me up and uh, said we just sent out a uh, an update on some stuff that we're working on and wanted to share it with your listeners. Well, since we're the only off road show that I'm aware of in Southern Cal, we're happy to have you on board with us. Uh, we are the outlet, uh, and all our shows go on SNS Off Road Magazines. Every podcast, every you know, you name it, we're out there. So we're happy to have you on board because you know we. I've been bugging Audrey, has been bugging Audrey if we ever ran into you that we'd like to have you on. So tell us some news that's positive and upbeat. So uh, the big thing that we're working on right now that uh, we made the announcement at the uh, recent sand show is uh, we put together a package to try to reopen some of the uh, critical habitat area out in the Imperial Sand Dunes, specifically the southern end, uh, Hatton Valley, just south of that, some of the area behind Test Hill. Our goal in the long run is to take a look at the management taking place out there, make sure that uh, we have these corridors for both safety and compliance, uh, because we know if, if we have issues with compliance out there, we could potentially lose some more land. And we want to try to, to avert that as much as possible and take a look at what makes sense for us, what makes sense for BOM, uh, even uh, what uh, some of the environmental groups might be willing to uh, to, to rubber stamp, as it were, and uh, and push forward. So, so that's that's the big one we're working on right now. Um, we were hoping to have a meeting with BLM and even with the Center for Biological Diversity at the Sand Show. Uh, unfortunately, everybody wasn't available for that. So uh, we've got a few other things we're working on for that, and. Uh, just keep pushing forward and hopefully we'll wind up with those corridors and restore some of the access that we've had in the past. Hey, uh, when they were working on the management plan, I remember um, writing comments, I think this is 2006, saying we really need yeah, access that. to Patton Valley from the west side, from um, Sand Highway. Yep. A- and uh, I talked to Neil and, and people in, in the BLM and they said, man, it, it's in the... Um, it's in the hands of fish and wildlife, the, the federal people. So, yep. Are, are you? Is the ASA working with that agency? The plan is yes to reach out to them. We're going through the channels with BLM. Obviously, they've got new management going into place, and right now um, there is not a field office manager for the El Centro field office. So that makes it a little tricky. <laughs> um, you know, they're st- they're still looking for their leadership there. So the new California Desert District Manager, who we've met with, uh, is taking on some of those duties as well at the moment. So um, it, it's a process, as you well know, Ed, dealing with anything with the government, trying to, to get them to move just takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. I think someone from the CBD is on the Dune subgroup now. Is, is it Eileen yep. Ilston? Um, anyway, yep. so we'll have actual contact with somebody uh, maybe we yep. can work with them. We can try to figure out some way of of uh, cooperating with them. 
which my understanding is a scientific data shows that our use and us traveling through, um, you know, the Pearson's milk veg helps to spread the pollination of it and the plant actually thrives better. Seems um, like it does well and, where we and, go. And does good. So, um, you know, it was really yeah, just... Yeah, there's definitely some evidence for that. Uh, obviously, we had Dr. Art Phillips who did the, all the initial studies for us. Uh, he consulted with us. We went out about three years ago and actually surveyed all this, but between COVID and, and some of the other things that we were dealing with, it's taken us a long time just to get to this point, but we feel like we've managed to get to the right point at the right time uh, in putting this together. But yeah, the one of the highest concentrations of PMB was right by where the Patton Valley Access Corridor was prior to the adoption of the ramp and the, uh, the implementation of the closures as we have them right now. Um, so, yeah, there is there is some anecdotal evidence that suggests that. Um, and then, of course, with Dr. Phillips' studies, it seems like the seed bank out there is robust and, and viable. So that's why we see the plants when the climate supports them sprouting and germinating, and maybe not so much when we don't have a, a really wet, uh, wet year. I'm interested to see what happens this fall or where we're at since we had such a strong monsoon season this year, too. Um, I imagine there was quite a bit of germination taking place. And hopefully plants um, uh, matured enough to allow them to drop seeds, which is really what it's all about in the end. So they um, they do plant counts every year. And I don't know if you're aware yeah. of this, that there's a threshold of rain, like winter rain. Yep. If they get enough winter rain, they do a much bigger plant count. And we've been waiting yep. for years and years to cross that threshold. And, and I think yeah, we haven't yet. When, when we get that much rain, we'll have a really big, uh, crop is that how you say it a big big bloom of Pearson's milk veg yep. and if we really get the numbers that we expect that would give us the evidence to do a um, a delisting lawsuit yeah and I, I think our organization yeah, would come in with you yep yep it's definitely something we're keeping an eye on it does make sense it's, it's, um, it's just we got to wait for that really wet winter what do we what do they call that exactly. an El Nino winter we need yeah, a, it's usually the El Nino that does it. So uh, we had one actually in the middle of our study period when we were looking at these, and I do remember that that we just had that massive germination event. It wasn't just PMB; it was everything out there. It was like a green sure. carpet, yep. uh, especially in the washes and whatnot. It oh, was you know, I remember it was 2019. It they, poured. This they, was 2019 um, was when the washes flooded. There was rivers through. Like there was literally ponds in dunes and witches' eyes. Yeah, it was crazy in 2019 and 2020. We had like a super bloom. We we had a wet yep. we had a wet winter years back, and we did a, a oh five or so. Yeah, we did a a, a delisting lawsuit, and um, the the plant counts they didn't somebody didn't like the way the counting took place, and they threw that out. It was some stupid yep. technicality. Hey, so uh, Brian, tell me uh, about yep. the uh, so you gave away a raffle prize and you introduced another one. Is that right? Yeah, actually, we did. Yeah, we actually gave away two at the Sand Show. Uh, of course, Polaris has been a huge supporter of the ASA for a long time. Uh, so we had another racer that we gave away. It was a turbo four-seater, uh, one by a uh, one by a young lady from Lake Havasu City, Arizona, but originally from Redwood. Nice. So it, we, we seem to have this trend. We always seem to give it away to somebody from Arizona. But we do sell a lot of tickets there. So um, was there anything special about it, or was it a stock? Uh, no, racing. it was all fixed up by our friends at Pro Armor. 
and all-terrain concepts. So they, they fixed it up and, uh, and you know, added the, the cage and the seats and the seat belts and lights and uh, all kinds of cool stuff so that it's, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that people would do to their cars right away anyway, I was already done for, for our winner on this one. And then our other prize was uh, was uh, Genesis Supreme, the toy hauler manufacturer. They stepped up and provided the very first fifth-wheel version of their overnighter trailer. It was this amazing trailer they did. And uh, same thing. That one actually went to a winner in California. So um, we'll be delivering that here shortly. So were the raffle tickets in the same bucket? or, or could- No, there was actually two. It was two. It was two different raffles this time around because we actually started the trailer one after we had started the one for the razor, mm-hmm. and uh, so it wanted to be in two. But we do the same thing. We started doing this last year. Uh, we did a thousand tickets at a hundred dollars a ticket, and uh, all that money turns around and goes right back into supporting us and hiring the scientists and the lawyers and everybody else we need to keep fighting to keep the dunes open. So, uh, do you have a current prize now? We haven't introduced it yet. I'm looking forward to unveiling it. We'll probably unveil it at the Offroad Expo in Phoenix in December is what I'm hoping for. Uh, just like everybody else, we've been bitten a little bit by supply chain issues. And, uh, oh, yeah. Also, we had a, yeah, we had a little bit of change in management, so we're just getting getting everybody back to speed uh, to where we get back into the cycle. And uh, But we've got a really cool builder. We're going to do something a little different this year, so I'm looking forward to introducing that when it's ready to go. Well, I tell you what. I don't know if Audrey and Ed told you, but I do local television here in San Diego. And once you get the new giveaway, and if you want to come to San Diego with it a couple weeks prior to the show and put it on television, you'll have to go buy extra tickets. Yeah. I'm serious. Hey, am I right, Audrey, or what? Yeah. Yeah, that TV show has a big impact. A, A lot of people see that show. Uh, Very K- cool. Yeah, K-USI. we get a thousand tickets to make sure everybody's got a really good chance. We figure that's better chances than Vegas, and certainly better than the lottery. Yeah, I love how they limit it to a thousand tickets total. Yeah, yeah, yep. you're. So. And you guys always sell out. That that's really cool. Yeah, yeah we definitely try to. So um, we just changed that up for the first time last year, and it, and it was it was it went really well. So it de- it definitely helps. And uh, we're going to keep going with that program uh, until uh, something changes. We need to change it again. So. Hey, Brian, we yeah. got to take a break. Um, I, I I would love to have you um, come back for the next fifteen and talk about um, the retirement of your uh, of your vice president and your new vice president uh, announcement, as well as uh, potentially um, the railroad crossing. Sure. Okay, sounds great. We got to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio. FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hey, you needed a mortgage guy? Well, we've got one for you. Chris Wiley. Chris Wiley's been doing mortgage longer than I care to admit. And if you're looking for a reverse mortgage, maybe you're looking to refinance, or maybe you're in the military and you want to find out about how to buy a house with the GI Bill, he is the man. 619-722-1303. All you have to do, just give him a call, and he'll set an appointment up, and you'll be able to work with him or his team 
and they'll get you the honest results, and you will be thrilled to death with him. Make sure you tell him you heard it right here on FM 96.1. Also, San Diego Off-Road Magazine, SSORM, been around since the 80s. If you're into off-road, you need to be into SSORM.com. You can get it online, keep you up to date on what's going on in the desert, the mountains. Uh, Steve and her husband just do a phenomenal job. One-stop shop. You can buy stuff. You can post your items for sale. Uh, and they've got great stories. I think it's like over 100 pages online where it wasn't that much when it was a magazine. So check them out, SSORM.com. That's San Diego Off-Road Magazine. And our guest today is? Brian Henry with the American right. Sand Association. Okay, so we we hung him over for another segment. What do you guys want to talk about? Well, uh, Ozzy was saying, uh, had mentioned before the break, uh, we've got a little change in leadership at the ASA. Uh, longtime vice president and board member Lloyd Meisner has yeah. decided to uh, move on to other endeavors. Mm-hmm. So uh, as part of the next generation of uh, leadership coming up, uh, Casey Cordero actually is our new vice president. And if that name sounds familiar, you might have been a reader of, say, Sand Sports Magazine back in the day when he used to be a contributor to that. Oh, very good. So you're pretty excited about that, I could tell. Yeah, Casey's amazing. He brings a strong uh, social media background in. He actually uh, works with uh, Yamaha for a lot of their PR events. So he's highly tied in as both an enthusiast as well as somebody within the industry. So really helps to have somebody like that as part of our leadership team and part of the future of the ASA. So important. So, so important. Maybe you can get a Yamaha raffle prize in the future. Especially bringing young blood in. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Is he young? About my age. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, that's even better because there's longevity there. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fantastic. So if people wanted to find out more about your, your group, what's the best way to find out? Well, there's a couple different places. Obviously, we have our website, www.americansandassociation.org, O-R-G. Or uh, we're pretty active on Facebook. We have both a group and a page there uh, where we post a lot of our updates and a lot of what we're working on. We also have a lot of discussions there. We're getting a lot of questions lately. Uh, One of the big ones is about the uh, non-resident OHD sticker for everybody coming over to the dunes from Arizona because – that changed uh, last year. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we get a lot of discussion about that. But uh, myself and some of the other board members are very active there. And uh, if you have a question, feel free to post it up, and one of us will usually come along and answer it pretty shortly. Right. And where can you get the non-resident sticker? So the non-resident sticker is available at a couple places. Uh, if you look, uh, go online and look for the Cal Parks website, uh, State Parks under the OHB Commission. They have a whole list of vendors uh, who sell those. The one in the dunes that I saw was actually Dooner's Diner, which is supposed to reopen this year. Yes, October nice. 15th. I'm very excited. Dooner's Diner is reopening. I'm going to go have my breakfast bowl and a Bloody Mary. She's already hungry. Uh, yeah. I, I'll join you. Ride my three-wheeler over. We were debating going to Camp Razor because Pennywise is playing, but I've got it's Saturday the 29th, so I'd be KUSI in the morning and then leave at like 9, head out to Glamis, take three hours to get there, go out for the night, and then come back the next day. Right. Um, or you know, I'm definitely going to be down for Camp Razor <laughs> as well, too, so if anybody's <laughs> out there and has any questions, let's look for our booth within the vendor area. 
And I got the same thing. I got to turn around and come right back Sunday morning because we have another event back here in Vegas uh, Saturday night, or rather Sunday night Sunday that night. we'll be attending. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? And that's and that's why we appreciate guys like you and, and girls like Audrey and Ed. Because if it wasn't for your you folks and your organizations, you know, the deserts would be closed, the mountains would be closed, everything would be closed. Yeah. Speaking of closures. Um, that was a great lead in to go towards the railroad and what Brian and ASA has been working on for several years now, um, putting the pressure yep. on and, and moving forward. Are we getting closer to be able to go underneath or over the top or around the corner? Mm, kind no. of, I'll say. <laughs> uh, basically what it boils down to is, as we found out, it's actually the Public Utilities Commission in ah. California that regulates railroad crossings. So we went and filed a complaint with CPUC about the lack of crossings after Union Pacific took out uh, all of them there at the dunes. And they actually went through and assigned a panel of judges, and we sat down. Essentially went through what would be considered similar to arbitration in like a civil lawsuit. And we all agreed that it needs to happen. The challenge right now is any crossing that is put into place has to be managed uh, by a public agency. So whether that's, you know, Caltrans or BLM or Imperial County or even state parks, one of those types of agencies up and take responsibility for it. I and sus- getting them to do that right now is the roadblock. I suspect nobody wants to own that for fear of liability. Correct. Correct. Yeah, that's, a, that's a tough one. Well, if, if you, get, um, you get to a point where you need help, I'll be happy to write that, help you with a good letter. Which I That'd mean, be very helpful. I think it should be like co-owned. I think that it should have a split ownership between the Bureau of Land Management and the Union Pacific because it's the Union Pacific's um, land, right? Because they own the railroad and they own that land, and then it's a it's surrounded by Bureau of Land Management, and we're trying to get access to public lands. So, to me, I kind of feel like it should be you know a fifty fifty ownership. But the it, Union Pacific doesn't want it. The Union Pacific doesn't. They just won't do it. Yeah, they just won't that's do it. It's difficult. So then it's, yeah. it's down to the Bureau of Land Management, and it's them providing access to public lands and, and making sure that the, that the public has access to that land. Who's the congressman um, out there? Is that Vargas? Vargas, Juan Vargas. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, well, we should ask for help from his office. Maybe we could yep. uh, do some campaign um, fundraising for him. You know, that kind of thing. Sometimes, uh, and, you and get I know we team. brought all the stakeholders in because Polaris is obviously one since they bought the beach store. Yes. And uh, Caltrans because of the crossing in 78 and their jurisdiction over that. So there was definitely a lot of different entities that came into it. And yeah, like I said, the roadblock right now is getting one of those agencies. And it, we've been reviewing this with our attorney, who's also part of the committee for this. And looking at what our next steps are, where we can apply some leverage and try to get this moving forward. Well, sounds good. When you file that lawsuit, you just let <laughs> us know. And SDRC, I'm sure, would we'll, go in with you we'll on that out. one and, and be a part of it in any way that we possibly can. Because it's absolutely ridiculous that we haven't had access for the last 12 it is years. It's pretty crazy. And, I yeah. used to go under that. Well, under you want to talk about unsafe. So. Yeah. 
you can't ride over the track in any way at all if you're on an nope. OHV. So on my quad, I have to get off of my quad and I have to push my quad over the trail, the train tracks at the 78 to get across and ride my quad down to Boardmanville to go hang out at Boardmanville and have a pizza, smoked pizza, and then go you on an Opti heli- helicopter it. ride, right? Because I want to go on my Opti <laughs> helicopter ride um, out there, right? Or Black Rifle yep. Coffee, one of the two. One of the two helicopters is over that Boardmanville. So I have to then, and those railroad tracks are not easy the road is not there it's not in line it you have to literally physically get your tire over the railroad track on each line of the track and it is physically you know my quad weighs my quad weighs 500 pounds so getting my quad up and over each one of those it i have to get out get up on the front lift the front of it up get it up and over yank it over the two three feet to the next track and then yank it over the next one i mean if it if it train was coming and you want to talk about liability issues or your body you know? was, was not working or right your, like it is now yeah or my body's not working <laughs> yeah. right like i've been on the floor all week this week because my back my neck my shoulder are out um this is it you know that's un, it's you want to talk about unsafe and what would be safer what is less liability i yep. don't know and that in that it again it's everything government just takes seems like it takes twice as long as it should and costs twice as much but uh, we're hopeful that we'll get something in place. We thought we it would be a little quicker originally, but, of course, that's turned out, out not to be the case. But uh, the other thing to keep in mind, too, there's two other factors going on there. You know, Boardmanville, obviously, is a great destination. You've also got uh, the, the mine over there as well, too. Yep. But there are hundreds mine. of miles of tracks or uh, trails over there. You yep. could, you know, especially yep. if you're there for a long time in the dunes, you want to do something different. Be great you, to hop in like you your side by sides or whatever, and just head out to the river. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get all the way to the Colorado River out there, but I've done it because yeah. of that railroad. That railroad, you can't right now. Yeah, all the way to we went to Picacho uh, State Park on the river. That yep. was um, yeah. Who's, was that Jim Jim Ness's Jim Ness's run for the American Girl Mine run? Yeah, yeah for that TDS. Was, that was a fun. I'm amazed at how many trails are over there and how interesting the train is. Yeah. It's not like a boring yeah. flat place at all. No. There's a skinny canyon yeah, that we all. barely could get through. Yeah, it's, the slot canyon. Yeah, there's it's it's wonderful. And I saw wild horses running around. Yep. I mean, I didn't even know they were over there and there's wild horses trotting yep. along. Yep, yeah. in the burrows. Yeah, I come in that way obviously from Blythe when I head down to the dunes, so I get to see a little piece of it from 78, but there's so much more I've been wanting to get out to and it's like it makes sense to be able to stage out of the dunes. Because I'm right there anyway, yep. but by the same token, I can't cross the railroad tracks. And yeah, Audrey, you talked about your quad. My my razor weighs about three times what yours does, so pushing that across the track really isn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I would have to load it up, drive over there, and then unload it and go again from there. So, which is what's keeping a lot of people from doing that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's it, to me, it's it's unrealistic. To me, it's it's more unsafe that we don't have a crossing than it, than having a crossing. And to me, there's I more. Agree. There's more liability. People have been yeah. killed trying yeah. to cross when yeah. they do cross yeah, illegally. A couple of the historical ones there, like Ruth and um, Ruth Haven and Clyde, they still show up on GPS mapping apps. So there are people, especially if they're not familiar with the dunes or not familiar with the fact that those crossings have been removed. They may come out for the day from, like, San Diego or whatever. They have a punch in their GPS looking for the crossing. Can't find it out there. So oh. that's that's another issue as well. Yeah. And then how far does the vehicle's range go? Hopefully you put enough gas in and you can make it back. 
Exactly. I don't know. Even more. Well, Brian, thank you for everything that you do. Uh, One more time, it's americansandassociation.org. I really appreciate you calling in and giving us an update. I believe that American Sand Association has done a lot, um, especially, you know, being a founding member of Ecologic and the lawsuits that you have running, um, you know, correlating right now with the Friends of Oceana Dunes and Pismo Beach and keeping against the California Coastal Commission. Um, Again, you've got the Pearson's Milk Veg opening up Patton Valley um, and getting a corridor, safety corridor over there. And then we've got the dunes crossing that we're working on. So they're just like SDRC, $25 annual membership. Um, I, I sign up, become a member, americansandassociation.org. Um, show up to any of the events, support How the How much raffle. it cost to join them? $25. There you go. Same as By us. the way, you messed up. If everybody who signs up gets a $25 credit to Rocky Mountain ETV, another one of our great <laughs> partners that helps support it. So wow. it's basically a lot. Well, see, you should have never called in because guess what? You're done. Yeah, you can go You're to Rocky gonna, Mountain and get You goggles. are going to be calling in more than you ever thought, but as long as you got cell service, we'd love to have you. Yes, Brian, thank Not you. No problem. All right, and we will talk and we will talk about TV here in San Diego uh, and yep. we'll do whatever we can to help support you. All right? Thanks, Brian. We appreciate it. All of us fighting together to make sure we have places to go and ride and enjoy it. Yeah. Make all yep. these amazing memories. You got it, brother. So go yes. hit the trails. We'll exactly. talk to you down the road. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, Brian. All right, folks, this is FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back. You're listening to STORC Dirt Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, this segment is brought to you by K&J Termite and Pest Control. Uh, it's family-owned and operated for over 45 years. And if you have bugs in your neighborhood or in your house, let them come out, take a look, and they will give you an estimate on what it would take to eradicate them, maybe even put you on a a program to where uh, they'll have to come out once a month, depending on the infestation. Give them a call at 619-441-7378 and tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. Well, another off-roader is heading to the Rebel Rally, uh, and uh, you're going to absolutely love this. Uh, Jill Clamato, she is a, a been a journalist for over 20 years, and you're going to love this story. Let's take a listen. All right, guess what's right around the corner? The Rebel Rally. And have I got a driver for you, probably one of the most accomplished automotive journalists out there that can't be more than five foot tall. I call her the trunk girl because every time I see her on social media, she's in a trunk. And I think they must have designed that handle in there just for Jill. All kidding aside, Jill, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on. You have got to be so excited to run the Rebel, because this is your first time, right? It is, and I am. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, I've been planning this for probably about a year, and as soon as, like, last year's Rebel was over, I'm like, I've got to do this. This looks so cool. And uh, so I partnered up with Kristen Shaw, and um, we are sponsored by Hyundai, Motor America, and we are driving a really kitted out Hyundai Santa Cruz. Fantastic. Now, what now? What class are you running in? Are you running in the stock class? Um, we are not running in the stock class. We are running in um, what they call the X-Cross class, 
And um, so that's just like your, your basic uh, crossover that has all wheel drive, but not uh, like it's not a four by four. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you got all wheel drive. And for folks that maybe didn't know about this event, you cannot use any updated navigational systems. It's a map and a compass. Mm-hmm. And I think you get another piece of equipment too. Now, how, how good are you at running all that stuff? Um, fair to Midland, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> and so, um, you know, my partner and I, like, I, we, we are both very good drivers. Um, right. you know, we've been, I, you know, I've been an automotive journalist for 20 years and I would say that I've gone through, you know, Land Rover driving school. I've, you know, driven Hummers off road. It's like every, every, um, you know, new off road vehicle that comes out, they take you to some kind of an off road park and you're doing off roading and you have somebody in the street or in the, in the seat next to you instructing you and, giving you spotting. And so, you know, I feel pretty good about our driving. Um, You know, plus we went through uh, Rebel U uh, two times and did some uh, dune driving and some, you know, other more uh, technical driving with Rebel, uh, the founders of Rebel itself. So I feel pretty good about the driving part, but yeah, the navigation. um, So it's a map and a compass and a plotter, and um, that that is that is that is about it. like map tools, rulers. <laughs> that that is yeah, what you yeah. have to uh, to to take care of everything. And um, I, I mean, I'm doing better. Like at first, you know, after the first training session, I went through and I was so overwhelmed. I literally didn't pick up a map again until the second <laughs> training that we did because I was so freaked out. Right. And well, you know. No, Amy is diabolical. I just, I just want you to know that she is truly. I love her to death, but that is the most diabolical woman I've ever seen because she grins for every event. And when she first came out with this, I was so impressed. And we're talking about Ms. Miller. I was so impressed with this program, and it has gotten so much publicity. I mean, I think there's almost a waiting list to to, to be able to do this now. Are you going to do the driving, or are you going to swap out with your nav? Uh, so we're going to swap. So Kristen and I, we haven't been able to decide who should do what. And I figure probably the first couple of days we will probably uh, go back and forth. But I have a feeling one of us will be better at one thing or the other. And after, like, maybe one or two days, we'll say, you know what, we should just <laughs> we should just not switch anymore. Uh, yeah. Because having to switch your brain every day, I, I feel like that might be a little tough. Well, only because I've been interviewing young ladies since this event started, I find the winning combination is one drive and one navigate. And you need to reach out to Emmy Hall. She's <laughs> done it like six times in a row, and she can give you some really, really, really good insight. And the other thing that's cool, too, and I didn't know about this till two years ago, especially last year when my radio co-host did it, People could track you mm-hmm. on the Rebel Rally uh, app, which is so much fun. I mean, it's great being able to follow you. What, what's the number of your uh, of your Hyundai? Um, we are team number two one five, and our, uh, our our team name is the Brute Squad. So both Kristen and I, we love the Princess Bride, and 
we were kind of tossing about names. Um, we couldn't find one. And then we were, you know, out one night looking at the stars during training, and people were quoting movies. And we quoted Andre the Giant and Billy Crystal when Andre the Giant goes and knocks on Billy Crystal's door. And he, Billy Crystal's like, you are the Brood Squad. And I'm like, we are the Brood Squad. So, uh, and, 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 yeah, I as, as you mentioned in the beginning, I am five foot. Absolutely nothing. I'm very petite, and Kristen isn't much taller. So I figured that was very appropriate because we may be on the smaller side, but we are very mighty. Yeah. Now, have you done any spare tire changing? Because we had two girl sisters. Their dad owns a Mercedes-Benz Land Rover dealership and a Honda or what have you. Well, he signed them up and said, you girls are going. (laughs) So, and, you know, when I first you know, was interviewed, and their eyes were as big around as a spare tire on a Hyundai. I go, mm-hmm. have you guys gone out and practiced changing the tire? And they didn't. Well, uh. that was their Achilles heel. So they went the next year, but they really learned how to do it. Now, the route does change. Mm-hmm. Where do you where do you start this time? Is it Lake Tahoe or? Uh, yep. yep. You know, so we will start at Lake Tahoe area, and uh, we don't know exactly where yet, but Incline Village, as they call it, is just outside, you know, just right off the lake. And the prelude day is uh, day zero, as they like to call it, where you uh, go from Incline Village at a hotel. So we have, like, one night at a hotel before we uh, head out and rough it. And we don't know where that is yet. So we, we just know it'll be somewhere near there-ish. Um, and to answer your question, yes, I have practiced changing the tire on the uh, Hyundai Santa Cruz. We have, I want to say they're like 70-pound tires. They're Falcon tires, and we've got gear off-road wheels. And they are beautiful, but they weigh almost as much as I do. And so... <laughs> I was just going to say, you can't yeah. be much over 70 pounds. So I'm a little bit more than that. But, uh, yeah, Kristen and I have to change it together. So we did practice, like, how to get the wheel off, how to how to uh, get it off, because we have a bed rack. And so we have to get it off the bed rack and get it onto the ground. And then you have to get the one tire off and the other tire on. So we, we have practiced that. Hyundai has been, I have to say, Hyundai has been such a great partner for us. They have kitted out this truck, and they gave us a day with the engineer uh, who's been working on the truck, and he literally walked us through pretty much everything hopefully we need to know, and that included changing the tire, how to work the jack, how to um, hook up the air compressor to the battery, you know, just just stuff like that. Showed us where everything was, how to use, like, a ratchet tool, and, and I like all these other tools that I have no idea what they are called, but I now know how to use them. Uh, at least I hope I do, and I hope I will never have to use them, frankly. But but you never know. And I, I but they've been so generous with their time, and the truck is amazing, and they have been absolutely phenomenal partners. So when do you start? When's when's the first day? So Kristen and I will be leaving for Reno. So we'll fly into Reno on Monday, but tech inspection is. A week from today, so October, I think it's October 6th is the real tech inspection. We have a pre-tech day on the 5th of October, 
and welcome and newbie orientation kind of things that we'll be doing. And then you've got tech inspection on the morning of October 6th. Then you've got day zero where you, I like to call it, you get your pole position because how you <laughs> compete in, in that first preload going from Incline Village to the first base camp, how you do in that instance is where you basically have your start time decided. Okay, so here's what we're going to do, because this is just the prelude, so you got a 10-minute mm-hmm. interview now. Mm-hmm. When you girls get back, I will give you an hour to give oh. back to Monday and all of your, all the people that have helped you out with the air equipment and all of the parts and pieces. And don't cry, because you're going to get a, a five-star Michelin chef that's going to cook for you every night, oh. so don't be crying in your beer. And I'm going to let you go because I cannot wait. And the number of your car again was? 215. All right. I'm going to follow you every inch of the way. And you have the best time ever. And But your uh, your uh, your co-driver, Navigator, is going to have to be on when we talk when you get back. Absolutely. And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook uh, if you search for Team Brute Squad. All right, Jill, have the time of your life, and I cannot wait to hear back when you get back. Thank you so much. All right, take care. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.